Hi, I'm Wendy Francis, nutrition therapist, emotional eating expert, and entrepreneur. I've helped countless people overcome their obsession with food and weight. Isn't it time you overcame what you had become and ignite who you were meant to be? Your time to become an overcomer starts now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Overcoming Your Emotional Eating. On today's live pre-recorded call, I'm talking with a client about slowing down her food. Whenever we have a pattern of behavior or thought or action or emotion, right? All patterns, if you slow them down, you can really learn from them. If you don't, they move fast in reaction. And therefore, you can't really learn what you need to learn from them. This, in fact, is the case with food as well. You've got to really learn about those patterns that continue to crop up over and over and over again, whether it's a craving for cake or the desire to crunch chips. Slowing down your food enables you to really learn from the pattern. That's what I'm doing on today's call with a client. We can all learn from each other's stories, patterns, awareness, and behaviors, as well as emotions and thoughts. And the reality is when I'm honored to work with these individuals, it enables all of us to understand ourselves a little better. That's what life is all about. Take a listen to see if you can learn a little bit more about your overcoming in this concept. And take a look at www.wendyfrancis.com. Got some group coaching in the works. Please go ahead and sign up for that if it's something you're interested in. I'm also doing individual sessions. Once again, I've got some openings. So take advantage if you want. I've got a surprise coming out in the fall too. So keep looking back because you'll be surprised to see what we're doing with the overcoming team in the fall. Thank you as always for listening, learning, growing, and of course, continuing to overcome. Wendy, I have a question. Sure. Okay. Because you're saying, okay, say for instance, just take, like you said, the cake craving the sugar but not okay the cake take the piece of cake and you might be craving the cake well my favorite is always the chocolate layer cake whatever okay so i'm still like when i get a craving like like you're saying try to connect it to an emotion or a person or i can't seem to do that connection because Mm -hmm. As much as I try, it's just that I want that piece of cake. So I can't really pinpoint an activity, a moment, a time, or whatever. It's just because that's something that I, I've always liked is the chocolate layer cake. But I can't connect to anything specifically. What do you desire about that chocolate cake? I just like the chocolate layer cake. That's all oh. I know. Okay, so do you desire the smoothness of the icing, the yummy moistness of the cake, 
What do you desire? Mine is, I guess, it's just both together with the chocolate. It could be more or less the chocolate than the cake itself, the cake part of it, but the chocolate, the chocolateness of it. Like the icing or the, the icing, the icing and the cake. Right. So is it the moistness of the cake with the creaminess of the icing, or is there a different? desire around the texture flavor that I'm missing? I would say the creaminess of the chocolate itself. Got it. The creaminess of the chocolate itself. And is it how it feels on your tongue or how it feels once you've eaten it? I would say once I've eaten it, not on the tongue, once I've eaten it. Not that I've eaten it, but that's what, you know, I'll crave sometimes, but then, you know, like, okay, I know what my goal is as far as this, this meal plan, and that's not on the meal plan. So it's like, okay, then I'll go get apple and put some peanut butter on it, you know, because then I guess the, not the nut, but the the almond butter on on the apple would take the place of, I guess, the smoothness of the chocolate. Right. You're getting some kind of similar texture. Right. Right? So right. you're making a, kind of a, a decent switch up, so to speak. I'm curious, though. You said it's the desire of the creaminess of the chocolate. Is that right? Right. But it's but not it's really what really it's in, in your Really, just the chocolate cake. I guess that's one of my favorite that I've, you know, I, I grew up on chocolate layer cake. So could it be the relationship to the childhood? I, I just can't make that connection. You just did. <laughs> yes. I don't see it that way. I don't think of my childhood when I'm eating that cake. No, you don't because you don't slow it down like I'm doing. Oh, okay. <laughs> right? I mean, that's the truth. So many people work with me and they're like, I'm 70 years old and I never realized that when I ate this, it reminds me of this. And I'm like, I know because we don't, we don't slow our food down enough to really understand it. Food means more to us unconsciously than anything else on the planet because it's our first and foremost primal need that is delved into with either a, a bottle and a parent or a breast and a parent. It is so expansive, it's insane. So your chocolate cake has something to do with when you were younger. Now, we don't know the relationship or the connection yet, but when somebody's eating something and they have this kind of, I want this, I want this, I want this. Now, and you can see, though, when we got really specific about it, and the next time you eat it, I want you to really understand, to get really specific. That's just how you get specific of, like, what do I really want about this food? Do I want the creaminess, the chunkiness, the smoothness, the chocolatiness, the richness, the oiliness, the whatever that is, right? Okay. That's the specific. That's getting really clear about what you want from it. Now, you can then again, right, you can extrapolate that a number of ways. One way you can go, okay, so I really want that smoothness, that creaminess. You can go, 
okay, I'm going to take some almond butter and get the, you know, the smoothness from that. And I'm going to take that one step further because for you, there's something about the chocolate and the creaminess, right? Not right. almond butter creaminess. So take some unsweetened cocoa powder and okay. mix it with it. Mix it with the almond butter? Yeah. Unsweetened cocoa powder to bring okay. it to that chocolatey texture. Okay. Okay. But with that, so there's some history there, though, with you and this food. There's no doubt to me. So right now we're getting really specific about what you crave about it. And we can see that when you talk about it, you can get specific. You can understand it better. And you've, you've got it now of what you exactly want from that food. And there's clearly a link. Did you eat it when you were younger, chocolate cake? Now that you talk about it, I'm going to say this. I don't know if this is what it is, but my grandmother used to make cakes every Sunday. And along with pound cake or the bun cake things, it would always be the chocolate layer cake. Mm -hmm. So that's the only, well, maybe because you said we don't take the time, but that's the only I can see back relating it back to something in my childhood is growing up when she used to do that and what were those times those sunday times in her house like for you well they were growing up happy times i was young and carefree yeah yeah and how often do you want that feeling now not as much but whenever I see a piece of chocolate layer cake like that, I want to buy it, mm-hmm. eat it, mm-hmm. or have a piece of it. Because it's linked to those times. And whether it's linked to the emotional times of freer, happier times, or the environment that you were in at those times, who you were with, the people that you were surrounded by, or the emotions that you held, or the emotions that that time felt like. There's a link there for you. Okay. So you're saying in today's session with this, anytime we might have a desire for something, we really need to take a step back and say, why am I desiring this? To go deeper. I think it's a, yeah. Here's the thing. Like I said, when I was a teenager, did I sit back every time I wanted to do something I shouldn't have done? <laughs> no, that's how I got into myself into some trouble, right? <laughs> right? It's a good thought. But here's the thing. So it's not a should. It's when you have certain foods that pull you all the time and you want to learn about it, so that you could change it. Or maybe not even change it. Maybe you just want to understand it better. Maybe you want to own it. Like, I work with many clients, and they may not want to change how, you know, how they eat it or when they eat it. They might just want to know why they want to eat it. Okay. Right? So why is this happening? Why am I craving this tonight? Or why do I want to stop at Wendy's on the way home and grab a burger? Why? 
Because innately when we know the why, it stops the shame from coming in. I shouldn't eat the chocolate cake. I shouldn't eat the chocolate cake. Okay, yeah, we know it's not on plan, but when you crave it, at least you can now know why. Okay. You, you can find some things that you can substitute for. You can help yourself understand it better. Then, and only then, will you eat it out of choice. Right now, it's a reaction. Right, right now, it's the adolescent thing of, like, I desire it, and man, I'm going to do it. I like that boy, and boom, whatever happens then, right? Or, like, the desire, and I'm going to do it. That I desire to stay out with my friends late tonight and do whatever we did, and I did it. Didn't think about it, didn't have a choice, just went with it, right? Right. So now it comes more into choice option when you know the who, what, when, where, why, and how of what you do with your food. You actually can sit in choice. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I got a better understanding. Good. Good, good, Thanks. good, good, good. Yay. Good for you. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, share it with a friend. Rate, review, and subscribe. You never know who you'll help become the next overcomer.